Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Merriman Market Analyst and Fun Astrology Saturday financial version of our podcast where we read from MMACycles.com, the free weekly newsletter beginning July 10th, 2023. This is being recorded on July 8th. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about Venus retrograde in the markets, so if you're interested in how that might play out, stay tuned. Let's begin with our news clippings from this week, a couple from the Wall Street Journal to get us started. This one from Friday, employers added 209,000 jobs and the unemployment rate fell to 3.6%. Employers ramped up wages as they competed for a limited pool of workers. The gains, while strong, marked a slowdown from earlier in the year. And this from the journal's editorial board, while Japan is on the downside of the roller coaster, the euro and British pound are on the up. The euro now trades at 109 per dollar, roughly a year after sinking to parity for the first time in two decades. It has appreciated nearly 14% since falling below 96 cents in September. An explanation for the euro's strength is hard to discern. Now, this week's commentary from Ray Merriman, by the way, you can follow along. Just go to MMACycles.com at the top. Free weekly forecast. It was a shortened holiday trading week. However, that did not stop the financial markets from sharp and significant price action in the first week of trading, following Neptune turning retrograde, a full moon, and the first of three passages involving Venus square Uranus between now and the end of September. Sharp reversals of recent trends suddenly erupted in several markets. After ending the quarter on a very strong bullish note the previous week, with a gap up and a bullish island reversal signal on Friday, June 30th, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and other U.S. indices suddenly reversed course. After the holiday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gapped down and formed a new bearish island reversal on Thursday, July 6th. This bearish turn was captured nicely in a timely special report sent out to our subscribers on Tuesday, July 4th, stating, quote, If I were only using MMA's market timing tools, such as cycle studies and geocosmic factors, I would be looking for a steep decline beginning at any time, Ray said. Instead of being a high, as favored in the strategies section of the weekly subscription report, we cannot dismiss the very strong possibility that the primary cycle high could be forming right now. A close below 34,122 will negate the bullish island reversal setup. That would be bearish and suggest a steep decline. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. So those unfamiliar with these strong charting signals and terms and how to integrate them with our market timing tools for optimal trading opportunities, let me suggest the ultimate book on stock market timing, Volume 5, Technical Analysis and Price Objectives. That's available in the shop area of the website. Now, of course, the challenge is to determine whether this is the beginning of a decline to a primary cycle low or even a longer-term cycle that could last several months. This will be one of the key points of the focus of next week's annual mid-year webinar on financial markets, which we will announce at the end of the column. European indices showed even more stress than the U.S. markets. The declines in the London FTSE and the Zurich SMI indices were especially sharp, with both falling to their lowest level in three months, with most of the decline taking place late last week. 
In Asia and the Pacific Rim, the story was mixed. The Indian Nifty soared to a new all-time high on Friday. The Japanese Nikkei Index made a double top to its 33-year high on Monday, July 3rd, before plummeting about 1,500 points on Friday's low. The Australian ASX also took a hit Friday along with the Hang Seng of Hong Kong. But China's Shanghai Index was already in the midst of a sharp decline that escalated after a brief rally into July 4th before returning southward and challenging its lows of 2023. In other markets, Bitcoin made another yearly high on Thursday, July 6th at 31500 but then suddenly reversed and lost nearly $2,000 by the low of Friday. Crude oil had a good week, rising to $74 after its recent low of $67.50 the prior week, June 27th, just before Neptune turned retrograde. Neptune is a co-ruler of crude oil in our work. Gold fell to 1900 right on our three-star critical reversal date of June 29th. Then it retested it at 1908 on Thursday, July 6th, before running up to over 1940 on Friday, July 7th. Silver likewise had a decent week as it tested 2350 on July 5th, following its cycle low of 2214 on June 21st on the summer solstice. But the bigger story was in the currency markets, where the dollar-yen soared to 145 on June 30th, testing its yearly high, and then fell the rest of last week. Yet the euro remains near its highest levels in two months. It's an interesting and bizarre dichotomy in the currency markets, just the way Uranus and Taurus likes it, and especially following the week of Venus square Uranus. Both Venus and Taurus have an affinity for currency market activity. If it's not money, then Venus and Taurus, its ruling sign, seek correspondence with love. They often go together. Like no money, as in security, no love. Now the short-term geocosmics. Here's a quote on July 4th from CNBC.com. Paul Ryan, of course the former House Speaker, argued on CNBC that Trump and Biden have a symbiotic relationship with each other. They make the best case for each other's candidacies, and it's a total disaster for our country, he said. And this from none other than Peggy Noonan in the Wall Street Journal today, Saturday. The first primaries, she said, are just more than six months away. The first GOP debate is next month. And yet the only thing to be sure of is that clear and consistent majorities of Republicans, Democrats, and Independents don't want the choices they're likely to get. A race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. If either party were daring and serious about history, it would shake off its frontrunner and increase its chances of winning in 2024. And then this from the Journal on Thursday, a quote from Michael Kinsley, as quoted by Stephen Coonan. Kinsley said, a gaffe is when a politician tells the truth. Now, Ray's comments, the employment data of Friday, July 7th was a little less impressive than forecasted, but maybe even less impressive when you consider that so many people need to work two or more jobs now or even come out of retirement to make ends meet as a consequence of the 2022 inflation rise. Yes, inflation is coming down from its heights of 2022, but the cost of living is still far above where it was going into 2022. If an item costs $50, then soars to $100, and then comes back to $75, a politician can crow about bringing inflation down 25%. 
but it's still 50% higher than where it started. These are the kinds of concerns the Fed and other world central banks face today. Do they start hiking rates again, as they are doing in the UK, to continue to fight against inflation? Or do they sit tight and see if the recent spike in rates will start to have the desired effect? With Venus about to turn retrograde on July 22nd, we will soon find out. For under this retrograde, central banks often make surprise announcements and changes of policy. Because Venus is retrograde, it is often the case that the sudden policy changes don't work out as planned. On a more personal level, since Venus rules beauty and appearance, the same can be said about decisions regarding these matters as well. Venus will be retrograde through the first week of September, so it may be wise to postpone any cosmetic surgery or costly home improvement decisions until then. In terms of markets, the July 21st period contains some other very powerful geocosmic reversal signatures as well. As mentioned last week, quote, and then the next big bang erupts as Mars opposes Saturn, warlike and hot. The Sun opposes Pluto, possible threats and danger to crops and life. Jupiter semi-squares Neptune, floods, and more irrational enthusiasm or panic. And the biggest bang of them all when Venus turns retrograde. It's possible that the contra trends, which started last week, or two weeks ago now, could continue into July 21st, plus or minus a week. If so, another excellent trading period is right around the corner. So thus, our July 16th mid-year webinar on financial markets will be very timely, as we will outline which markets we think will be poised to offer the most rewarding trading and investment opportunities as we head into these powerful geocosmic signatures of July 21st. We look forward to seeing many of you then, and there will be no column issued next week. And on that announcement, here is a little more information on that mid-year webinar. Next Sunday, July 16th at 12 p.m. Eastern is MMA's annual mid-year webinar. This broadcast will address themes from this year's Forecast 2023 book, which is also available the mundane part on audiobook, with updates on the U.S. stock market, gold, and Bitcoin by Ray Merriman, crude oil, T-notes, and the euro by Gianni DiPoce, copper by Matthew Kaiser, and soybeans by Wyatt Fellows. The cost is $55 and includes access to the live presentation via Zoom. The slides of the presentation plus the video recording of the live event will be available 24 hours after the presentation. So if you go to the newsletter and that announcement, the first announcement, there is a registration link that you can click right there. And that concludes this week's newsletter. I'll just tag a couple of things on here because the next two weeks, really, most of the next two weeks, especially if you're approaching it from a market perspective of trading, are fairly light. This week, not much, at least from a financial trading perspective. Mercury opposes Pluto on Monday. Mercury enters Leo on Tuesday. The moon will be in Aries to begin the week. We'll move through Taurus and into Gemini, where it will be on Friday. And then Friday evening, the sun sextiles Uranus, so there might be a little play around that, at least from a short-term perspective. Then we roll into the following week, and everything that Ray was just discussing is at the end of the week, so basically two weeks out from now. So if you'd like to get these in the tickler file of your brain, it all starts basically on Thursday the 20th. 
The sun trines retrograde Neptune that morning and then moves into Virgo in the afternoon and then opposes Saturn later that afternoon. Then Friday the 21st, there's the sun opposing retrograde Pluto. Then the crescendo on Saturday the 22nd. So there's the sun squaring the nodes, Jupiter semi-square to Neptune. Venus will go retrograde. That's not until 9.30 that evening. So, I mean, this is moving on down. And then right after that, about 20 minutes later, the sun enters Leo. I've been finishing the narration on an audiobook, but I will tell you, after this newsletter, I'm going to rearrange my schedule because some juicy day trading might be possible this week. What do you think? <laughs> All right. We won't be back next week unless the market is kind of wonky. And then on the Fun Astrology podcast, we'll get in here and talk about it. So the MMA podcast in two weeks, but watch for a lot of other posts between now and then on their channel. And of course, we'll be doing our regular thing on Fun Astrology. You guys have a great time. Enjoy the volatility. See you in the pits. <laughs>